When I was growing up, there was one poem that almost everyone knew if they knew a poem. It wasn't a great poem, but it was a poem everybody knew. It was by Joyce Kilmer, and it was called Trees. And it started off, I think that I shall never see a poem lovely as a tree. And then it went on to talk about how beautiful trees were. Ogden Nash, who was a sort of funny and satiric poem and wrote some very funny poems that I won't inflict on you now, I'll save them for other sermons, did a little takeoff on that. He wrote a poem saying, I think that I shall never see a billboard lovely as a tree. And then he wrote, indeed, unless the billboards fall, I'll never see a tree at all. His point being, of course, that the more people build and advertise, the more nature is in retreat and the less we see of the world. And certainly that is true. As you know, you go out onto Wilshire Boulevard and the buildings are more imposing than the trees. But it's not only that. It is also true that the kinds of things we build sometimes tell us why it is that there is a kind of prejudice against building in the early part of the Bible. When I think about the monuments that I have gone to see around the world, I think about the Colosseum or the Tower of London or the detention centers of Cambodia. So many of them are places where human beings suffered. If you build a building where people suffer, believe me, if it still exists in 100 or 200 or 300 years, it will be a tourist attraction. And so it's unsurprising that at the beginning of the Bible, there's a real prejudice against building. If you don't believe me, then I will remind you, although it was a while ago now since we read it, of the story of the Tower of Babel. This was the quintessential building. It was supposed to reach the sky. And God comes down and effectively destroys it. And then the Israelites are in Egypt. And when you think of Egypt, what's the first thing you think of? You think of buildings, pyramids, sphinxes. Well, I guess there's only one sphinx. You think of the things that human beings build and you contrast those buildings to the very humanness of the Israelites. Remember that in the Tower of Babel, the rabbis say that if a brick would fall, everybody would mourn. But if a person fall, they didn't care. And we do have this image of the slavery of the Israelites being bringing bricks to the construction of giant edifices in Egypt. And what is the most romantic period of the Jewish people? It's the desert. And what don't you have in the desert? For those of you who haven't been to the desert lately, no buildings. I mean, maybe now you have resorts, but in, in ancient times in Sinai, there are no buildings in the desert. In other words, all you see are the products of God.
not of human hands. And so over and over again, you get from the Bible this sense that building is a questionable undertaking. And that the world in its pristine splendor, trees, deserts, that's what we should really care about. I know not everybody agrees. That's okay. And then you come to this morning's Parsha. Now remember where we are, right? The Israelites have left Egypt, they've crossed the desert, and they're just about to go into the land. And what's Moses's, this is almost Moses's final instruction, not quite, but almost his final instruction. As soon as you've crossed into the land, set up large stones, coat them with plaster, inscribe on them all the words of this teaching. Now, I don't know what all the words of this teaching are. It could be part of Deuteronomy or it could be the whole Torah, but can you imagine how big those stones would have to be to inscribe on them even many chapters of Deuteronomy? I mean, we're talking about construction here, right? It's not just like you find a big stone and you bring it over and you write all of Deuteronomy on it. But not only that, then you go on and it says, there too you shall build an altar to the Lord your God, an altar of stones. In other words, the day, because it says, as soon as you crossed into the Jordan, on the day that you cross, right away, what do I want you to start doing? I want you to start building. And it strikes the reader that it has been a long time since the Israelites have been told they should build things. Why? Because the Torah recognizes that if you're going to set up a society, you have to overcome the prejudice against building. You have to overcome the idea that you should only see what God gives you. And you have to start to trust the products of human beings. I bring this up not only because it's a change in the Torah, but because we are re-entering the world. And we have to begin again to trust the things that people can build and create. It's very hard if you think about it because in the past year and a half, it has felt like the places and the things that we have built, that is buildings, being inside, gathering together the humanly created spaces, they felt unsafe. But in time, in time, we're gonna to have to learn to build again and to trust again and to feel safe again. It won't happen right away, but it's essential to civilized life 
to not only exist in the spaces that God creates, but also to exist in the spaces that we create. We're coming up, as you know, on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. I understand why some people will join us via Zoom instead of in person. I certainly understand it. I also hope that as the days and weeks and months go by, as more and more people are vaccinated and tested, that we will start again to resume the life that we had before with, God willing, even some advances and improvements on that life. And we'll realize that re-entering the land is not risk-free. It's just worth it. And that gathering together again is essential, not only to our society, but to our souls. So once again, I hope we will learn to set up this teaching, to cross the river of discomfort and doubt, and to gather together as our ancestors did in the structures we build with faith, with safety, and with trust. Shabbat Shalom.